0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. In our previous teaching, I spoke about how we have been saved onto two major things. Besides what God has done for us, I spoke about how, I mean, first of all, the Father, verse 3 of chapter 1 the father regenerates us or verse 23 verse 3 and verse 23 talks about we have been born again it's god's work okay, being born again is purely god's work as as I've already explained so the father regenerates us the son redeems us through the redemption that in this, the sprinkling of his blood verse 2 of chapter 1 so the son redeems us and the holy spirit sanctifies us hallelujah so these are all the works of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, then the purpose in chapter 1, the purpose is purely what God has done, what's the purpose, so that we can reflect God from verse 14. What does it mean to reflect God? To be holy, just as He is holy. So they look at us and they see a reflection of God in us by virtue of our behavior, our manner of life or conversation holy conversation. But not just that, as I said in the previous teachings. So God has saved us and because we have regenerated, the regenerating grace or the, the spirit or the word of God that regenerates us, the fact that we have the new, the life of God produces the abilities of God in us to be holy. Not just that. Secondly, we have been born again now to be able to walk in unfeigned, unmasked, un uh, 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 sincere, okay, S- sincere love, fervently towards the brethren. Right? So as we obey God's word, our souls are being purified. Our souls are being washed. Are being cleansed unto love of the brethren. So the love of the brethren is the resultant effect. So now we are born again because of the life of God we have in us. We are able to live holy lives. And because of the sanctifying uh, work of God's word in us, we are able to love the brethren fervently with unfeigned love. Amen. So now it's purely because it's the word of God that has generated. Verse 23 says that, For we have been born again, not by corruptible seed, but by incorruptible seed of the word of God. All right. So we are born again by the word of God. Now, I, I need you to understand this. So first three, what the father, the son, the Holy Spirit has done, generates an ability to live a holy life and f- for the word of God to wash us, to be able to live, walk in love towards the brethren. This is this, actually the summary of chapter one. Then chapter two opens with a very interesting word, which I always say, when you are reading the Bible and you come across therefore, you have to pause to think about what that therefore is therefore, because you don't start a conversation with therefore. Anytime a statement is started with therefore, it stands to imply It stands to suggest that something had been previously said. And on the basis of what has been said previously, the next statement or the next thought is being introduced. Right. So now watch this. Chapter 2, verse 1 says that, wherefore, why wherefore? On the basis of the fact that Christ or God has the Father has regenerated us, Christ has redeemed us, and the Holy Spirit has. Has uh, sanctified us for to walk in, uh, to walk in holiness and in love. On the basis of that, there's something that we got to you. The chapter two, verse one says, "Therefore, putting aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, all and hypocrisy and envy, and all slander." Right. So um, amplified. So, be done with every trace of wickedness, uh, depravity, malignity, and all deceit, and insincerity, that's pretense and hypocrisy, and grudges, that's envy and jealousy, and slander and evil speaking of every kind, right? Evil speaking of every kind. So, now... He calls us to lay aside, that's why, because of what Christ has done or because of what God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit has done. And the fact that we have been called unto holy living and unto unfeigned love of the brethren fervently. On the basis of that, lay aside, lay aside, that's your job, that's not the job of God, that's our job, our job is to lay aside, therefore lay aside. There, you can put it off. Lay aside what? I, very interesting, I thought it would have it would have said, lay aside um, bad behavior, um, stealing, gossiping, fornication, immorality. He didn't mention any of these. But what did he say? Lay aside malice. Malice is so deep inside, you won't even notice when a person has malice inside. So it's, it's some things that are, Inside us, and he mentions five things that we have to lay aside. Number one is malice, it, it is like progression, so it's like malice. If it's not dealt with, it will produce guile, okay, which is deceit. If it's not dealt if guile is not dealt with, it will produce hypocrisies. If hypocrisies are not dealt with, or if your hypocrisy is not dealt with, it results in envy. Number four, envy. Okay, James says that, yeah, envies. And then number five, if envies are not taken care of, now it produces evil speakings, slander, evil speaking. We all see, we all hear. So it starts from something that is not seen. But So anytime there's evil speaking, you can trace the root to malice. The root of evil speaking is malice. It's not political advantage, it's malice. (laughs) <laughs> the root of evil speaking is malice, which has gone through guile or deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and has given birth or has produced evil speaking. So when you see people slandering, evil people. in fact, I think the Amplified is that evil speakings of all kinds. Let me read the Amplified again. The Amplified says that, and slander and evil speaking of every kind. Every kind of evil speaking, things that we say about people, about others, to to spite them or to defame them, to discredit them, to make people lose respect for them, to make them look bad in the eyes of people, whether it's true or not. Things we say to make someone look bad. In fact, if I think in oh sorry, First Timothy or so, it says that we shouldn't slander. We should not. The servant of God must not strive. And it says that we should not slander. We should not. Speak evil, I think, if definitely uh, uh, Timothy. So it's very important to understand that there are things we have to lay aside and you have to, you and I, brothers and sisters, we are enjoying because of what we have in Christ, because of the highest, greatest, glorious price. God has lavished on us, paid paid the price in our interest so we can also be that that, that glorious group of people who are headed towards glory, glorious uh, or greater glory. Because of that, said, lay aside. Don't wait for anybody. It's not conditional. It's instructive. Just lay aside. Whether it feels okay, doesn't feel okay, you and I, and watch this, it's in every one of us by nature. So I can be saying this. there, There is the propensity of malice in my heart because I'm a human being. Hallelujah. Because you are a human being, there is the propane. That's why you have to be very careful your association and your exposure. What you hear and what you choose to be hearing about people and knowing about others. Some things is not worth knowing about some people. It's not worth it. It's not. It doesn't add to you. It actually takes from your appetite for God. It actually takes from your appetite for God's word, I'm going to, to go into that a minute. So he says that. Lay, therefore, therefore, because of this, so then, be, by reason or by virtue of what God has done, lay aside all malice and guile. Take note of the word guile. Malice, I think it, I, I would like to just comment a little bit on, on malice from uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31, it mentions malice. And what does it say about malice? Ephesians 4 31 says that, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking, see evil speaking has appeared again. Evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, because you can stop, I don't want to say any evil thing about somebody. But if we don't deal with malice, we'll end up doing it again. Malice, malice. Um, malice is to harbor wrong desires against somebody. To wish somebody, I wish it doesn't go the way he should go. I wish things didn't go. Oh, I wish he also failed the exam so we can all be the same. I wish, I wish, I wish, um, the mortgage application doesn't go through, so we can all be, let's say, because mine didn't go through. Or he does He it think he's the only one who will get married, I wish the marriage, the wedding doesn't even come on. You know, things like that, it, it comes natural. Because someone seems to be doing better than you. Or somebody you you don't, is, their breakthrough makes you look bad, or their breakthrough gives them an advantage over you. I mean, it, it's it's, na- it's natural, it's natural. That your neighbor who does not respect anybody, doesn't like you, is always talking down on you. And suddenly you hear that he's about to buy the latest uh car or something like that and you're wishing that i wish it doesn't go the purchase does not go through and stuff like that so malice is to wish ill for somebody or the opposite of something good should rather happen it it comes naturally yeah that girl she he wants to marry you wish the girl has fallen sick and they never, the marriage never came on their wedding day on their wedding day is, is the, the, by the time here they said she's been involved in an accident and he, in, in intensive care, God forbid. You know, sometimes I wish that I wish that that lady, the way she's walking, displaying these legs in the in those high heels shoes. I wish the the in the heel breaks. And you know, sometimes you wish. No one knows what you are wishing. Malice. He said, put it off, put it aside. The way this pastor is speaking, I I, I, I wish the power goes off, or I wish the, the the cameras. Malice. is inside all of us. You know, so he said. Therefore, put aside all malice. All right, and, and so he said, let's put in fact, Ephesians chapter 4. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And Colossians, Colossians chapter two, chapter 3, verse 8. Colossians chapter 3, verse 8 says that, um, but now you also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy com- communication out of your mouth. I don't know why there are modern day Christians don't see these things when we read the Bible. (laughs) We don't see these things. Maybe it's because it's not being taught. Oh, but we don't have to emphasize that. Oh, come on. See, see, a a, a lot of believers don't even read their Bible to come across it. If your pastor is not preaching it, you yourself read your Bible, you'll see some of these things. Watch this, let me read it again. But now, he also put off all these, talking to believers, all these. Anger, wrath, malice. See, malice has come here again. Put it away. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication. When, you, when you, some, some words are not befitting a believer. It should, some things shouldn't come out of your mouth. Filthy communication out of your mouth. He like, said, put it off. Put it off, sister. Put it off, brother. So back to the text. It says that therefore, putting aside, lay aside all malice. And then he says, guile. Other translations say deceit. You're trying to let people have a certain impression about you, which is not true, which is not true. So this microphone is not yours, but you are trying to make them feel it's yours. That's deceit. That's the, it's it's not mine, but I want you to feel like, oh, uh, as for this microphone since the day I got it. I'm so happy I was able to secure it. I, I, I try to pull a wool over your eyes to, for you to believe what is not true. So I'm making you believe what is not true. And I know you are believing what is not true, but I'm intentionally doing it. Sometimes I might not even lie, but I'll present things in such a way that it will make you believe different from what the reality is. That is deceit. That is deceit. Okay? So he said, put away all deceit. Put away guile. Now, guile is what is called deceit at the same time. So don't forget the word, The Greek word is uh, dollars, dolos, D-O-L-O-S, dolos, dolos, or dolos, okay, dolos. So put away dolos. It starts with malice, goes on to dolos, then hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is, uh, the word Hypocrites comes from in those days, they use Greek, days and Roman days, they used to have like, um, theatrical, theatrical performances, so those days, you, you take on another personality, so people see you as that pers- pers- person, so, but you, they know you are not, but you are behaving like that and you do that, just just for performance, that's for acting, right? So he says that, but so there are people who, they act, you see them as they are, but they are not, that's not original. Him original hair hey, hypocrites, hey, that. so he said, Put away hypocrisy, put away hypocrisy and envying. So he starts from malice, graduates to um guile into hypocrisy, then envying, and then it blows up in evil speakings or slander, slander. Make saying things about people whether it's true or false just to make them lose respect with others that's lander you are saying something about somebody so that the person can lose respect before somebody else or others so you know he's a thief when you were in school he used to steal and now people like him that this guy is so gentle and you are saying really Hmm, you don't know you didn't say much but even just that phrase and just that uh, comment has discredited the person. Oh, really? Oh, they, it made people now think twice about that slander. You haven't said anything, but you've said a lot. By that gesture or by that comment or by by, by that exclamation or something, you know, or others can actually, some go out, they are all out of their way to go and actually speak evil, to say this person is like this, like that, like that, don't work with him, don't do that, it's like this. Slander! Put it, evil speaking, put it away, put it off, because you are born again by the word of God. If you don't put it off, it will have an... A bad effect on you. What's the effect? It's going to affect your appetite for God's word. It means that you have been infected. You have contracted a certain spiritual disease, a certain spiritual virus or a certain spiritual bacteria. And you need an, uh, some some antibiotics to deal with. And I'm going to show you the antibiotics. You need some spiritual antibiotics to deal with this uh, this disease you have contracted this disease that is growing inside you we all this you see you can wash when when someone has viral infection or Bacterial infection. Bathing doesn't change either. it because it's inside. The thing then is inside the body. So just washing, taking a shower, does not necessarily deal with it. In that case, what you need some. Let's say it's bacterial uh, bacterial infection. You need some antibiotics. You need something to enter your system to be able to deal with that infection. And so we all have the propensity of being infected. And some you might be listening to i might be talking to you with maybe a mild infection (laughs) of malice it might be there and i need i I need some antibacteria i need some uh, antibiotics i need something inside my system to deal with this malice hallelujah that's what i'm talking about bro that's what i'm talking about sister we need it look you look at somebody's um facebook account social media account Instagram or Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok mention them. You look at that, the way they seem to be doing so well, they have so many likes, and you look at your you are jealous, you become envious, and you try to see what you 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 begin to wish that it goes wrong, it backfires and stuff like that. You know, it's inside you. It's not only you, you can be a pastor. I can be saying these things and yes, it, I have the propensity to do that because of, of the human nature, the fallen human nature. I have the propensity propensity to do that if I don't take certain steps First of all, the first step to take is to put put away. If I don't take the step to put away, put it away, it's going to have a dominoes effect on me, on my spiritual growth. That is where we are going. So it's not putting it away for the put, for the sake of putting away. But there's, it is a necessary aspect of your spiritual work that if, that is not taken care of. It will hamper, it will stifle, it will choke, interrupt, interfere, and infiltrate your smooth Christian journey. So what should you do? Verse 2. Verse 2 says that, like newborn babies, as newborn baby, the, new, the King James says that, as newborn babies, as newborn babes, interesting word, as what? Newborn. Hmm. Born. Chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again. It says that being born again. Ah. So it's, it's not talking to children, talking to adults, but has been adults who have been born again. What gave birth to you? Being born again, not by corruptible seed. Oh, that's interesting. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. Okay, so what gave us born again? Seed. Ah, seed. So he introduced the word seed before he goes to chapter 2. He has already introduced the word seed. Seed is uh, something that has a botanical life. All right? Botanical, I don't forget that. Seed contains and conveys life. So the seed of God's word, or the seed of God contains and conveys. When the seed gets into you, It conveys the life of God into you. So we have been born again by the conveying and containing seed. Okay, the seed that contains and conveys the life of God. That is what actually gets us born again. Without the seed of God, you can't be born again. As I said in the previous teaching, no one can be born again or can be born. There cannot be birth without a seed. There cannot be birth, birth without a seed. There is always a seed behind every birth. There is always a seed behind every birth. So when there is birth, that means someone has sown some seed. Hallelujah! If you don't want birth, be careful uh, that the seed here, yeah, sorry. So there is always a seed behind a birth, right? So God wants give uh, give birth to us, so He sowed His seed. He, he has to sow a seed now. Watch this back to chapter 2 he said as newborn babes as newborn babes as newborn let me read the whole verse and then i'll come to it it's, it's so sweet i mean i pray you are getting something it says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow them as newborn babes so it's, first of all he said "Lay aside end as newborn babes now i need you to understand that the the, the word or oh, that phrase as newborn babes is not, let me read from amplified and as usual other versions, um, like newborn babies. Amplified, like newborn babies. So now when you look at the King James, it may come across like being newborn babies. No, he's not talking about we being newborn babies. No, 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 no. It's just saying that like. Okay. So comparison, this is a comparative statement, comparing us, likening us to babies. So he said, the point I want to make here is that he's not talking to newborn babies. No, he's not talking to newborn babies. He's talking to growing Christians. He's talking to Christians and all Christians. Oh, that's the point here. All Christians are supposed to be like newborn babes when it comes as long as certain conditions are concerned. Not that you are still a spiritual babe. No, he's not saying you're a spiritual babe. Whether you're a spiritual babe or a, a, a spiritual um, grown-up or spiritual adults, all right? well, it doesn't matter your level, you are always supposed to be as newborn babes when it comes to certain conditions. So he says that, therefore, as newborn Babes, the word of God is so sweet to my taste. Watch this. He says that, like, I like that. He said, so therefore put aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, and envy, and all slander. Like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word. Long for the pure milk of the word. So he said, like newborn babies. Why did he say like newborn? Let me just comment on newborn babies and then I'll move on. Newborn babies babies don't care about the color of the duvet. They don't care about their pajamas or their, their shawl or their cover. They don't care about their mother's hairstyle. They don't care. They don't even care. A newborn baby doesn't really care whether is around or not. Doesn't care. A newborn baby does not care about the color of the cot. It's we that we who care so much. You, we we invest in this crib. Invest in Moses basket. Moses basket that sings, that jumps, that that shows videos. A very complex Moses ba- baskets. We, we we care about that. Actually, the baby does not care. The baby doesn't really care. Doesn't care the color. You you choose blue or pink. I don't know who decide all those colors. You choose. I would. Choose, maybe we would choose blue or pink. Or someone said, oh my color is green. The baby does not care. There's only one thing the baby cares for: milk. That's why the baby looks for the mother. As soon as the baby, a normal baby, well healthy baby, a normal baby, as soon as the baby arrives, all they look for. One thing. Someone put something in my mouth to suck to get milk. They really want something in their mouth to suck. Not because, just for sucking sake, but they want milk. They don't, they, they don't want rice. <laughs> Fried rice and spring rolls, oh, come on. You want, to, you want to encourage a child with especially marinated chicken or marinated beef, slow cook. No, they don't care, they don't, they don't, they don't want all that. Just want milk. And what kind of milk? A baby eh, doesn't care about skimmed milk, semi-skimmed. They want whole milk, pure and they're whole, easy. Scientists have said that the fastest growth, okay, what, uh, how do I put it? Yeah, fastest growth, life, so long as life is concerned, can always be noticed in children. Children are the a group of human beings that grow fastest. The, the growth of babies are the fastest growth you can measure in anything. They they grow very fast because they are full on milk, 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 milk. Can you imagine their diet is one. A baby's diet is one. He doesn't say okay, I've had, <laughs> I've had enough milk, ma'am. <laughs> now can I have some cereal? Cereal. <laughs> I want wheat and mix, ma'am. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and some eggs, fried eggs. No. They don't have, uh, I mean, and they don't even eat three times a day. They eat at regular intervals, say, so maybe every two hours. It doesn't matter whether you are asleep or not. Two hours, he has to wake up to, to have some milk. That's what they want. Milk, 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 and they grow fast. And he says that the way a baby, and you know, as, as I said the other time, babies are so soft. Everything about a baby is so gullible, it's so. Cuddly it's so adorable. It's so sweet so soft apart from one thing apart from one thing that is very even when they Is their bowels? Uh, yeah, it, it feels funny, but it's not as tormenting and uh, They can that, that. That does not really torture a, a mother or a father when the baby has you have to change the nappy and uh, it's okay It is their cry <laughs> And if you dare not give me my milk, I will torture you with my cry. Yes, all they want is milk. They will scream their lungs out when they need milk. And the Bible says that, you see the way a child depends on milk and all they want is milk? He said, As newborn babies, you a believer. You are supposed to be as a newborn baby. So not that you are a newborn baby, but the way newborn babies desire milk, that's how you should crave. Some translations use, crave, crave. It's like if I don't have, it's like someone who is extremely addicted to something. If I don't have this, I can't survive. I need it. I need it. That is how we believers should crave the word of God. Now watch this. If we don't deal with malice, it's it's, it's, it impacts and it affects our appetite for God's weight. And it takes God's, oh thank you, Jesus. Now, he says, the, uh, desire the sincere milk of God's weight. Now, King James uses the word, the sincere milk. The word sincere milk, the word, sorry, the word sincere, the Greek word, Is the same Greek word that was translated, uh, like a a, a variation of a Greek word translated the dolos, the guile. So uh, the right word is actually guileless. Yeah, guileless, adolos, while guile is dolos, guileless is adolos. So the Greek word translated the sincere milk of the word, the sincere milk is the adolos milk. Adults milk now. It's very interesting. I told you, children like they don't they don't need semi skim or skim. What they want, just give me the full milk. Just give me, I'll be fine. And it makes them grow very fast, very fast. Children don't care about my weight. I'm growing too fast. No, they just give me milk, and it's actually a good sign when they are growing, when they are growing chubby and very heavy and well, well-fed on milk. May you grow strong in the Lord. May you grow strong and well-fed in the Lord crave the sincere miracle of God's word. Desire it. When you wake up, that's all. When you're going to church, you can't wait. That's what you're looking forward to. When it's lockdown, you're looking forward to. Sometimes you want to, you're not sure. Should I listen to music? Actually, you said, oh, I feel for music. But no, I just want the word. I just want some word inside. And even the music I want to hear, I want some music that is sandwiched with some word, some word. You You are a word addict, a word addict. Bible says in Acts chapter 13, verse 44, that, the next sabbath the whole city came to not to come and listen to music the central aspect of our gathering should be the word of god that's what i'm saying the, on the Sabbath, the next Sabbath, the whole city gathered to hear God's word, and so God's word should be given major timing, central timing, and prior, uh, priority in every Christian gathering. Every Christian gathering, the teaching and the the speaking of the gospel of the gospel of, of God's word must have central, prominent. Place must have the preeminence. The only way Christ can have the preeminence in the church is when the Word of God is giving the preeminence in the meetings. Sometimes enough of that music. Cut it down, cut it down. Let's hear. Let's settle down. Hear some Word. Hallelujah. No church can grow healthy above the healthy ways that the church is exposed to. So, so. The, uh, here, the point is, he said, every believer should be like a newborn babe. Your attitude towards God's word should be like the newborn babe. So, um, in fact, Job chapter, Job chapter uh, 23, verse 12, he said, I have esteemed your word more than my necessary food. He said, it's so important to me. Psalm 1, verse 1, Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2, But his delight, kadabashataya, delight, delight, take note of the word delight and love. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate day and night. For he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water which bring forth his fruit in this season. He said his delight. One of the clear signs of a genuine believer is there is a delight. There is an affinity to for God's word, for God's word. His delight is in the word of the Lord. And in his Lord does he meditate day and night. In Psalm 119, permit me to quote a few scriptures. Psalm 119 verse 16. It talks about delighting in your your, 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 your law, your commandment. It's delight. Psalm 119 verse 16. Psalm 119 verse 16. 24. Psalm 119 verse 35 some 119 verse 47 some 119 verse 48 some 119 verse 72 some 119 verse 92 some 119 verse 97 some Oh, I feel like preaching you know some 119 verse 103 some 119 verse 111 some 119 verse 113 some 119 verse 127 some 119 verse 159 some 119 verse 167 some 119 verse one o three. Psalm one one nine, verse one one one. Psalm one one nine, verse one one three. Psalm one one nine, verse one two seven. Psalm one one nine, verse one five nine. Psalm one one nine, verse one six seven. Psalm one one nine, verse one 7, 4, All these texts I've just quoted. It kept referring, speaking about how other I in verse one nine verse 98 says, Oh, how love I thy law. They are my meditation. All day. I just love it. I love your law. In some 19, verse 10, it says that the, your word is the, the law of the Lord is sweeter than the honeycomb, sweeter than the honeycomb. It says sweeter, and in some um in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16, it said, your words were found and I did eat them and your words were sweet to my taste. said like they were the rejoicing of my heart. When I get the word of God, <laughs> like the way a baby, give, give the baby enough milk, then help the baby to burp. Then Some of them, as soon as they finish the milk, they go to bed, they sleep. Good baby, we sleep very quietly. It's hard enough. Has that baby has their milk? Yes, they have, that's why they're quiet. As for my baby, it's very good. Well, One oh, <laughs> some mothers will say, as for my baby, all he needs is the milk. Once you give him his milk or give her, her milk, she's fine, she's fine. They love the milk. And he says that as newborn, the way a newborn baby, uh, the way a new baby uh, uh, likes, likes milk, craves milk, depends on milk. So you, a believer, it says that you should desire the sincere milk of the word. Now, this is what it doesn't say. I'll go back to Psalm 119. This is what it doesn't say. It doesn't say that you should, uh, we should only, the word of God is only milk. No, no, this is not describing the nature of God's word. It's actually describing the nature of our desire. So the word of God is like milk and it's like meat. So Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, that I could not feed you with meat, but with milk, because you are not spiritually matured, you are a camel. So I have to feed you. The work of the pastor is feeding, the work of the leader is feeding, feeding, spiritually, the Christian leader, feeding. He said, not teaching alone. The, the, our teaching must produce feeding. Any teaching that doesn't produce feeding is not uh, is, is, is not building the church or the people. Every teaching is supposed pro, supposed to produce feeding. Pastor, what's the difference between uh, ordinary teaching and feeding? When it is feeding, it is not academic, it is organic. That's right. The milk. He said, handle the word of God not for academic purposes. Handle the word of God for organic purposes. Halle, 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 hallelujah. So he says that desire the sincere milk. Milk is organic, not academic. It's, it's, it's not so purely just for doctrine to empower. The Bible says the letter killeth. But the Spirit gives life. 2 Corinthians 3, 6. The letter killeth. So we need to go for, uh, uh, in Matthew 4, 4, man must not live by bread alone, but by every. we live by the word. So every word that comes out of the mouth is supposed to be for feeding. It's supposed to be for feeding. So the pastor's job is to feed. And he said, I could not feed you with meat but milk because you have not grown. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, 13, 14, he says that by this time, you should be teachers you need to be taught against the elementary things of god and if you are being you are depending on milk for he who is who who depends on milk is not mature is not skillful verse 13 and 14 so now i'm not saying that the bible is only uh, the bible is just always should be handled as milk. No, this is not talking about the milk nature of the Word of God, but it's talking about the desire, the nature of our desire, the desire of the believer, the desire of the Christian for God's Word, whether at a milk level or at a meat level, we must desire it like the way a child desires the milk. So that is why it is not, this statement is not just for babes in Christ people who have just got born again or people who have been born again um, over 50 years whether you are born again 70 years and have been in church and have been a preacher for 70 years or not you should still have this affinity craving for God's word that you grow that's what that's what he's saying all right so we should desire the sincere milk so it's not saying that the word of God is just is only a milk aspect but he's saying that we have to desire it desire um as newborn babies we should desire their sincere milk so we use the word the milk the way babies desire milk the word is also milk to us we should like babies we should desire it that will grow thereby babies grow by the milk baby having good milk will grow if the milk is polluted, infiltrated, it will give the baby problems. That is the same way. I I promise I'm going to go back into Psalm 119. I think, I just don't know. I feel like I just want to read it. So Psalm 119 verse 16, Psalm 119 verse 24, Psalm 119 verse 35, verse 48, verse 47, verse 48, verse 50, verse 48, verse 72, verse 92, 98, 111, 103, 113, 127, and all that. Let's look at it. So verse 16, I will delight myself in thy statutes. Do you see that? I will not forget that word. He said, that verse 24, thy that testimonies, that testimonies also are my delight and my Counselors, I delight your way. Well. Verse thirty-five. Make me to go in the in the path of thy commandments, for therein I do delight. I delight in the path of the commandment. Verse forty-seven. I will delight myself in thy commandment. Verse forty-eight. My hand also will I lift up unto thy commandment, and I have loved. Uh, sorry, which I have loved. Verse seventy-two. The law of thy mouth is better to me than thousand thousands of gold and silver. That, that is, see, this descriptive of someone who is so much said, by his delight, is in the law of the Lord. Verse 97, I said earlier, oh, how love I thy law, they are my meditation on thee. Verse 103, how sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than the honey to my mouth. Your word. This is someone who have craving for God's word. Verse 111, thy testimonies have I taken as an uh, an. And heritage forever, for they are they are the rejoicing of my heart. Your word is the rejoice. When I get here. <laughs> that's why sometimes when I'm preaching, the thing is so much. Exci- it, I, it's so exciting for me. The word of God is so exciting. I don't need <laughs> other things to get me excited. I am the thing is just is doing. It's it's wanting me, telling me on on the inside. And um, someone one one um. 113, it says that, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Hallelujah. Verse 27, verse 127. Therefore, I love thy commandments above God, above my job, above my money, above my pay. I love your commandment. That's why when you get a job to move, relocate to another town, before you accept the job, look for, make sure there is a church where you can feed God's word from before you move. You've got a good job in another country, another city, pay rise, I mean, huge pay. Don't let the pay determine your movement. Make sure before you move, if it's a good place to go, make sure you have a place where you will feed on. Because I said, I have, that's, that's, that's 127. said, therefore, I love that commandment, above money, above my pay, above my pay rise. Above, I love anything, any job, that will undermine my ability to feed on your word more. I don't want it. That's what he's trying to say. I don't want it. I don't want it. Verse, um, verse 159, consider how I love thy precept. Verse 167, my soul has kept thy testimony. I love them exceedingly. I love your word exceedingly. I have longed for, the, verse 174, I have longed for thy salvation, O Lord, and thy law is my delight. Love God's word. Desire the sincere milk of the word as a babe, as a newborn babe. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.